Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. Once again, I'm Jeff, and I have the privilege always to talking to amazing people who are truly innovating in their particular entrepreneurial space, and I love the chance to get to hear their stories. And today's guest started uh, and founded and grew a company to over $100 million plus in revenue and 500 employees in just 10 years' time, which is super fast. Now, he may be a fast mover, but we've slowed him down long enough to take his time today to sit with us and uh, share his experience and expertise. So please welcome co-founder and co-CEO and chief operating officer of Madwire, J.B. Kellogg. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate it. No, we're we're grateful to have you. And uh, and I really want to get into it. Like, that's, that's huge. That's a major success and just... A decade's time. We want to know all of your secrets, and I want to mine you for some information. Before we do that, though, tell us a little bit about Madwire. What do you guys do there? Madwire helps small businesses grow and their local communities glow. That's our mission. So (laughs) we do everything we can to do that because we feel like if we do that well, it makes the world a better place. And uh, the way that we do that is through our platform, Marketing 360, which is a platform that small businesses use to both manage and grow their business all from one platform. Awesome. Yeah, no, I won't going to want to talk about that. Can you, any insight on, on your, na- the naming of the company where you guys, you came know, up with that? we, we spitballed for a while and then that's <laughs> the one that stuck and we like, and initially actually Madwire, the meaning of it was marketing and design. Cause our, we oh. wanted to provide those services to SMBs and build technologies based on that. And what wire was just digital because everything was moving okay. digital. So that was the meeting. But over the years, we have transitioned to Mad B and make a difference. Because oh, ultimately, cool. ultimately, we just want to make a difference in any way that we can. And the wire piece is still all in the digital world. Awesome. Now, you guys, you guys have been doing that over there for, um, gosh, almost 12 years, it looks like, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So let's go back. Let's go back to before that, you know, that fateful day when you founded this company and tell me what were you doing before? What led to this eventual uh, starting of your own company? Yeah, well, actually it was in college. I, in college, I, I played football and it was like a full-time job. I mean, you just don't have a lot of time. So when mm. I finished my senior season, I all of a sudden had a lot of time on my hands. So, you know, I always had a passion for design, um, marketing, sales. And so there nearby campus, there was a, a company that did basically publications in the area for travel. Uh, They were called Zia Publishing. And I just walked in and said, hey, do you have an internship or anything like that to do design? I I think I'm pretty good at design. I can do sales. I can do whatever. I just want to learn. And they said, we don't, but we need a website. You know how to build a website. 
And I said, I don't, but if you give me a desk in a couple months, I'll figure it out. And that's what they did. (laughs) So I figured it out. Yeah. And then I realized walking around that not a lot of people had this knowledge at that time. This was, uh, this was around 2005 and a lot of businesses didn't even have a website yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I could see the opportunity. Um, I started working with my dad who had a futures and commodities, uh, trading company that he had started. So I worked there as a broker and so got very good at sales. But throughout that time, I also designed the website many times over. We were doing digital marketing because trading industry is very competitive. So the marketing strategies there were way ahead of the SMB space. Mm. And so we could see the writing on the wall that small businesses were no longer going to continue marketing the way they used to in the newspaper and the yellow pages. And they were all shifting to digital. They needed a website. All of their marketing was going digital. And so, you know, one day we were working out and talking about it and uh, we just said, hey, this is a huge opportunity. We researched it over the weekend, came in on Monday, cold turkey, gave away all of our accounts and we were making pretty good money at that time, gave it all away and just started Madwire from scratch um, with the experience that we had and hit the ground running and thankfully it worked out. Yeah. Tell me about that. How, how uh, starting it from scratch, like what was your approach to, to the market at that time? Yeah, well, we spent the first about two and a half months just doing planning, research and planning and, and really learning um, how, you know, which website platform should we use? You know, how do we manage our customers just getting organized? And mm-hmm. when we were ready, we turned on our marketing and we actually went to work out again. And then when we came back, we had our first lead and mm-hmm. we called that lead and opened that account. And that account is still with us today. It's been wow. 12 years. Um, and so it was like a snowball, you know, we were pretty good at sales from the brokerage industry. And at that time, a lot of the um, businesses in our space were trying to sell through email and, you know, us coming from the brokerage space, we weren't afraid to call and build a relationship with the customer and it really paid off. And so like a snowball, you know, it's a recurring revenue business, more, more customers, more revenue. And so about six weeks in, we had enough customers and revenue. We hired our first employee and he's still with us today. His name's Hunter. He was, he's one of our software guys um, and just kept growing from there. Uh, so, well, that's awesome that you have been able to retain your first customer and your first employee for such a long time. So I know, fingers um, crossed. And yeah, well, and I want to get in, I'm going to ask that down the road if I don't forget <laughs> uh, about the culture and how you manage to re- retain customers because that's important. We want to make sure um, we, we, we find out how you're able to do that, but, um, tell me a little bit about like how you guys innovated in those early or, um, or even some of the, I don't know, obstacles that you came across that were just like, uh, that you learned from in those early days. I'd say the biggest thing that I've learned over that time period is, you know, a simple thing I always say, which is championship leaders build championship teams that drive championship performance. And a lot of times we get caught looking at just the performance piece and the result. But what we fail to do is make sure we have the championship team needed to drive the championship performance. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're growing a business, a lot of times you probably carry around people longer than you should um, that maybe just don't have the right attitude. Um, And it's hard, right? It's hard to, to let people go and whatnot. But I've realized over the years it always works out. And sometimes it's maybe not a good fit here for whatever reason, but they do they do fit in perfectly somewhere else. And what you have to be able to do is just follow your gut and ultimately build a true championship team. Because if you have that, 
then it doesn't matter what you're selling and what you're doing. You can literally do anything and you'll be very successful and you'll get that championship performance that you're looking for. And so it really comes down to the, the championship leader on top and then building leaders and more and more leaders and the teams beneath them because it's hard to scale. You know, it's, it's easy to build a company successfully in many cases if the company stays below 20. I mean, it's never easy. Small business is hard, but your process breaks down when you get when you go from 20 to 50 and it breaks again when you go from 50 to 100 and again from you go 100 to 200 so you have to constantly be evolving and you're able to do that if you have a team with a positive mindset that's willing and um, embraceive of change um, that can adapt and and you have to have more and more key leaders as you grow because you can't lead effectively well as one person when you're starting a business as the team grows you need more leaders to help you and so it's just super critical, the people component. Is there is there something that you look for in a candidate then, or uh, when you're when you're weeding out say resumes and stuff that 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 has that spark? What are you looking for? The biggest thing is is positive mindset, because mm. um, positive mindsets create positive outcomes, and negative mindsets take you know create negative outcomes, or they complain about it and take twice as long. You know, so you need a positive minded person. And so you need to try to uncover that um, in, in the interview process. So we would ask off the wall questions, you know, like, tell me about the worst job you ever had and the best job you ever had. And the positive minded person will actually struggle to even communicate the worst job they ever had. <laughs> They'll see positives in everything that they've done, right? A negative minded person will instantly go to hammering on the, the job that they didn't like or the, the manager that, at that store. Um, and so if you think about it um, during the interview process, try to come up with questions